Hey, thanks for joining us today on Pastors of the North podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, spiritual formation and COVID-19, how those things interact and what specifically God is, is doing through us in this time. So stay tuned and enjoy our conversation. and welcome back to the Pastors in the North podcast. We're excited to have you again, Pastor Nick and I. Um, Today we're going to be discussing a little bit about what God is doing in us through this COVID time. Wonderful COVID time. I'm just so tired. I know. I know. (laughs) I have COVID fatigue settling in. It's a real thing, folks. It's real. This is our third in uh, our third episode in a three-part series on COVID. I'm sure we could talk forever about COVID, but who wants to anymore? Exactly. <laughs> so this is the last you'll hear from us about COVID. So, unless it, yeah, yeah, unless something changes. Right, right. <laughs> um, so this one is about, I wanted to kind of talk about what, what is God doing during this time? What, what is God potentially doing in us? during this time it's easy to think about all the issues of whether we should come to church or not and gathering and all the rules and the restrictions and the covid and the masking and blah 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 it's all that but i think uh we'd be remiss to to ignore the fact that god's still at work it still does work in our hearts and lives well, absolutely. And I mean, when we, <laughs> just, when just we imagine. look at the Bible, God uses yes. the difficult times to cultivate hope and yeah. things, right? So there's character development and whatnot. Yeah, it actually reminds me. So we got an email from Regent, and which is where I went to school. If someone doesn't, if someone's listening to this and doesn't know, and um, uh, they were so they're they're asking for submissions hmm. for a. Uh, they're doing a new edition of the Regent World, which is sort of like a not really a newsletter. It's sort of like a like you submit right. articles and right, stuff. Right, it's right. a little more, you know, legitimate. Yeah, not journal. I don't know publication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the word. Anyway, so they wanted like whether it's theological essays or just like articles or more reflective or more artistic poetic pieces, but all about the Kairos moment mm. that we're in right now because of COVID. Meaning, like, what is the specific things that God is calling the church to during this season? And that's kind of what we're talking about today. Right. Um, So we identified, wait, I'm on the wrong page. Brian and I, we wanted to talk about about this and and talk about the way that, and I mentioned a couple times from the pulpit, I think when something like this happens in our lives, something that unsettles the regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it should be a moment where we pause and just reevaluate what's going on in our lives, whether, and if anyone's ever experienced a death in the family, you know what this is right. like, where kind of the steady things in your life get halted and you're pulled out of the regular routine or the regular rhythm of your life. And suddenly things shift sort of all in a moment. And that's sort of how coronavirus sort of happened. Right. Like sort of all at once. We were suddenly like I know March break <laughs> was coming and then they're like, Oh, school suspended for two weeks after March break. And then we were just into it. Lockdown. Then, then it was the rest of the rest <laughs> yeah. of the year. So yeah. Um so when that happens, when the rug sort of gets pulled out from under us, um, it's a good 
it's a good practice to say, well, God, what is it you want to reveal in me? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that can happen when life is unsettled is it reveals what's going on in our hearts. So if we respond with a, a measure of anxiety or a measure of anger that my plans have changed or you know my life feels ruined because of something, um, there's something going on underneath that. Right, and, right. And God wants to use those moments to address things in our hearts and lives, or, or I guess we become more aware of our own brokenness <laughs> right. <laughs> that yeah. he knows is there, but we kind of get uh, unsettled enough to stop and pause, hopefully, and reflect enough to consider what's actually going on in our hearts and our lives. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I, I the kind of what I keep equating this to is that it's, it's kind of turned into a, a nice little hard reset for us. I mean, it, worldwide, really. I mean, you look, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember when it first hit and yeah. they're like, oh, the satellite imagery, hey, the smog over China right. is yeah. disappearing and yeah. all, all these things. But then on top of that, it actually, it's forced a lot of us to slow down yeah. and change how we're doing things. And I yeah. mean, I know even I, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in youth ministry. Yeah. I talk to a lot of families yeah. and there's, there's people who have said they almost don't know if they want to go back yeah. to all the activities and everything yeah. because for the first time they're spending time as a family and that kind of thing. So it's <laughs> yeah. kind of bringing about a lot of changes yeah. that are really. That are actually positive. Yeah. And that, yeah. I guess that's the heart of this episode is what are some of the, what, what actually could be really positive. Well, out of exactly. All of this? Like, yeah. So what does God want to do? Not just like in some kind of mass scale. Sense. The, the meta. Right. I mean, like in your own heart, what has been addressed over the last few months or what has felt unsettling or, you know, is there something going on in your soul that you have ignored because it's uncomfortable, but God is like, hey, there's this thing you need to deal with. Right. But you're right about the the one of the really practical ways is actually less extracurricular activities. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been huge. For and it's actually really nice. Mm. Because there's almost this pressure, right, to be in everything. Oh, totally. And I mean, that's that's our lifestyle today. Yeah. And it's kind go, of a, go, go. It's like the fear of missing out. Yeah. Oh. If I don't do this, <laughs> then I'm not going to be equipped for this thing later in life. Like right. if I'm not, um, you know, if I'm not in this sport now or continue in this sport, I miss my spot. If I take right. a year off of whatever, I'm not in the same rotation to get in next year. You know, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And and it can just become this all-encompassing thing. And especially for our kids, like, do they need the pressure of feeling if they missed out on a thing that they're... Right. <laughs> their lives are ruined. It's yeah. like, you don't need that, man. You're yeah. okay. <laughs> exactly. So a couple of verses that really came to mind as we were thinking about this. And one of the big questions, again, we've already touched on it, was how can I open myself to what God would say to me yeah. during this time? And kind of going back to Colossians 2, 6, and 7, which calls us to going back to being rooted in Jesus, says, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. And I feel like there's a lot in that verse for the Christian in the pandemic, is recognizing what we've received from Jesus, first of all, choosing to walk in that, not in other stuff, walking out in the faith and love that we have in Christ, being rooted in him, established in our faith, 
just as you were taught, sort of return it. So keeping those things in the focus. What mm-hmm. was I first taught? Yeah. And and then abounding in Thanksgiving and letting gratitude be a big part of of our lives. And I think right now it's easy to not be grateful for what we do have. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. What are some other good things that can come? <laughs> well, and I mean, talking about that gratitude for what we have, I mean, especially yeah. in the season that we're in right now, I know there's a lot of uh, negativity over the changes yeah. coming up on like the mm-hmm. holiday season. Right. So people not being able to spend time with their families and whatnot, but I mean, realistically, yes, that there, there's a negative to that and I get it. I mean, it's just not going to be the same. Right. Yeah. But on the same token, we can turn around and be like, okay, but we get to spend time with our immediate family. Yeah. Right. We, we, th- we no, that's can true. adjust our focus. Yeah. You're right. Like the busyness, like for us, I remember we used to go to Winnipeg every year. Right. And we still do, but the, that got more and more involved. The more children we had. I was going to say, <laughs> once you've got kids involved, so, right? It was just like, how do we, like, this is still, we love seeing the, our family. Yeah. But navigating how to pull that off became more and more difficult. Right. Let alone you guys having family in Saskatchewan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Being in Saskatchewan it, it, it coming back really here. Tricky. It's like, oh, how do we pull this off? Yeah. So, well, and so, and some of the other things, though, too, um, is just, being more appreciative of the time that we actually have to ourselves. I yeah. mean, right now, so we're, we're not supposed to spend time with each other. Uh, let me rephrase it. No, we're, we're not supposed to spend time with each other, right? We're supposed <laughs> to be distanced, that kind of thing. Right. We're not supposed to gather in large groups. You know what? <laughs> Let's get out and enjoy the, the beauty that the God has put in right. front of us. Right. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's a lot of different things that we can actually look at and be like, Oh, I've been missing out. Yes. And so I, I think there's a lot of like positive. all of youth this year has been outside. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we've been outside so far there's, all year. There's been much bonfire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we make lots of fire. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> the other part of this episode we wanted to do was sort of do a few, almost like a diagnosis. So mm-hmm. if you, we, we came up with three sort of scenarios and wanted to think about spiritual formation. What are the practices that you may need to lean into in this season? If yeah. you're feeling this way. So the three areas where where uh, first one was, are you feeling hectic? <laughs> the second one is, are you feeling controlled mm-hmm. by competing thoughts or desires? Are you feeling really uh, out of balance yeah. in your life? So the first one's hectic. Second one is, you know, so busyness. Second one right. is is kind of controlled by other thoughts or desires that you don't want to be controlled by. But the unsettledness kind of leans you into that yeah. to kind of self-medicate and then if you're feeling worried or overwhelmed right yep so if you're feeling hectic if you feel like it is busy um or you feel especially kind of hectic and harried about keeping up on the various latest protocol or you have children in school and it's Uh, it's the latest letter about the latest thing and how long you have to wait and just my (laughs) you know hey my child woke up this morning and has a slight cough because it was dry in the room overnight, do I have to take them to, you know, do they need a COVID test right. all of that silliness? <laughs> yeah. Just try and keep everything at bay. So if you're feeling hectic, uh, I would, we would commend to you the practice of Christian meditation. Because mm. um, choosing to spend time in silence and solitude and focusing on Jesus, listening to the voice of Jesus, helps to foster an ability 
to let his word be first and foremost in our lives. And the, the passage for this is Psalm 51 too. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Sort of this sense of if I feel spread like butter over too much bread, as Bilbo would say, and I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot to give, mm. uh, I need... I need a spiritual discipline that helps restore my soul. And part of that is, is spending time, uh, set aside time where I turn off my devices, um, where I don't have the distractions around me and I can focus on Jesus. And that may look like taking time with your Bible or it may look like taking time praying. It may look like actually sitting in the silence and recognizing how busy your brain is and how much it just keeps talking. Yes. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And you just you just realize the noise that's going on. So if well, you are, yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, and and let's clarify for a moment too. I know some people can see the word meditation and they're like, "Oh, I'm not really into this new age sitting with my legs crossed and going um." Yeah, yeah. That's not what we're. Yeah, that's, that's not what we're talking about. Like, yeah, that's Eastern meditation. Eastern meditation. Yeah, we're yeah. we're talking like actually just spending word uh, spending time in the word. Yeah, praying. You know. Yeah. It, it may be sitting in silence oh, and absolutely. attending to listen to the voice of God. Sometimes we say, yep. well, I'm going to listen to God. And then I just talk to him the whole time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, like if you do that to your spouse, they'd be like, what are you doing, man? I'm here to listen to you. And I'm going to tell you all the stuff that's wrong with me and how you can fix it. It's like, that's not listening. <laughs> yeah. The Christian practice of meditation is, uh, is, is different from the Eastern practice. The Eastern practice is about emptying. Yeah. Emptying all your thoughts. Um, and then just stay empty. Right. And the Christian practice is, yeah, maybe empty your thoughts, but fill it up with Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's way more relational than just oh, totally. sort of empty yourself out. So if you're in a place of, you know what, maybe this Advent season, you need to build in a practice of 20 minutes a day in the evening. Um, you just sit before the Lord and let him speak to you. Yep. What's our second one? It's feeling controlled. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, really. I mean feeling controlled, that's going to be, oh, I don't even, I don't even know the best way to explain that. Well, I think, I think of like sinful tendencies. Right. Yeah. Being, feeling like you're being directed by the things that you stumble on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Things getting in the way. Those you feel like the temptation's are always there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some, there's some ways that we can kind of work on controlling that a little bit, or I don't Cur- know, controlling Cur- the control. Yeah, well, training our—it's about training ourselves to be honest about what what we see, what's confronting us. Right. Yeah. Right. So one of the big ones for that is is fasting. If you feel you are overcome with with uh, emotional eating, mm. <laughs> with emotional scrolling through social media, mm-hmm. um, if you giving into temptation, whatever that might be in your life, whether it's how you've treated people or um, the way you're using the internet or the the way that you are not caring well for others, whatever it might be. Fasting is a practice of withholding something good mm-hmm. for the sake of pursuing something greater. Yeah. And so it's not that the food is bad per se, but it's, it's a matter of saying, no, my body doesn't control me. I control it. I'm in charge of my body. And if there's desires there that I need to get in check, fasting helps me realize I don't, I am not controlled by just my emotional whatever mood swings, perhaps. Um, 
but I need to rely on God's word. I'm sustained by his word. And fasting, when done well, helpfully, helps to balance us between what, what's actually essential in my life and what's yeah. not essential. And if you're finding at the end of the day, man, I spent this whole day and I feel like I just wasted it. Um, a discipline of fasting will help you go, help, help realign in you. Okay. Here's what's, here's what's essential in my life right now. Right. Um, and I'm not saying like you need to, you just jump right into like a 30 day, of not eating anything fast. Yeah. I'm saying like, maybe you, maybe you watch your portion control or maybe you just withdraw from, something for a season right, right? Yep. and um you know don't go full bore and then and then and then it's a guilt-ridden thing when you right. can't do it and yeah. then you just beat yourself up because you feel like you're a terrible fast person you know? <laughs> well, and i mean realistically like you mentioned the scrolling facebook thing yeah maybe you need a fast from facebook for advent you know we we did that in in college actually yeah we had frequently what was it a media fast media fast yeah. yeah yeah where you check our email only yeah and i mean this was at the the, the world <laughs> this was the advent of Facebook pretty much. <laughs> and yep. so it was still very new and it wasn't, I hate saying that Facebook is toxic. It wasn't but, as prevalent. It was yeah. but not as many people were on it. Yeah. And there wasn't as much, as much media and stuff. Yeah, built into as much it. like debate. Going so on now, there. I mean, it is, it's something that we do sometimes need to take a break from because yeah. that can actually lead to some of the other things that were, yeah. that are taking us down right yeah. now. So you may find it's it's playing that goofy game on your phone that mm-hmm. is just like this mindless thing that you keep doing. And yep. you're like, I, it is fun and it's not the worst thing in the world, but is it just distracting you and actually pulling your attention away from other things? Then you, you're in charge of that thing. That's right. You don't need to play it. Yep. You, know, you're, you can be responsible for it. I mean, it could be anything. Yep. Not talking oh, just, there, there's just lots the phone, of things. But the phone's kind of the easy example. The, the passage for this one is Romans 12 verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, so this is the, being willing to be transformed by the renewing of your mind means attending to the one who wants to renew your mind. Right, yeah. <laughs> yep. And our last one was feeling worried or overwhelmed. Did you want to talk to that one, Brian, at all? Or well, I mean, in, in this, this <laughs> how, day... How worried are you? Then? Well, and that's exactly <laughs> it, right? I mean... There's, there's so much to be worried about. I mean, again, yeah. kind of going back to the social media, yeah. there's there's so much counterintuitive stuff on social media. Yeah, there's right a now. lot of potential stuff to just rile you up. That's pushing us around. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so it can get us totally overwhelmed. Our mask good, our mask bad, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is COVID serious? Is it not serious? There's there's a <laughs> the lot. The murder hornets are coming. The, the murder hornets <laughs> that disappeared. What, what's yeah, that? That's, that came and went. Yeah. Poor guys. They didn't stand a chance. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of things out there that can be causing us right now to just kind of get off the rails, right? Yeah, and that's that's just that that looming sense of of unrest. Yeah, exactly. Just the fear, whether it's straight up panic or just uneasiness, right? Yep. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's again with everything else, there's a way that we can we can kind of counteract that. Yeah. Um, the prescription. The prescription, <laughs> and uh, and that's that's some celebration guidance in this case. Yep. Um, so we can we can be choosing to engage in worship and gratitude, right? Yep. Um, and we can see God as the source of the good things. Yeah. Looking at you know what? Yes, there's this going on, but there's more to it. There's God. There's always God. Yeah. Um, and really, part of that is is being able to 
sit down, seek some advice from others. Yeah, if you're feeling... Come to Pastor Nick. Right, yeah. Give him a call. Send him an email, actually. Send me an email. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can try and call him. Yeah, if you're really worried, you should probably talk to somebody about that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. (laughs) And if it's really bad and you have anxiety, like, it's okay. You may need to go see a counselor. That's okay. Yep. Go for it. Yep. That's what they're there for. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's part of the, the process of dealing with that stuff. And as long as we, yeah. we actually look at it and say, yeah, it's okay to feel this way, but and there's, it, there's light. And naming reality. Yes. Like that. I do feel this way. Yeah. I do feel anxious. Yeah. Bottling it up. Uh, you know, I speaking from experience yeah, like just bottle- isn't good. <laughs> right. So say, I was really suffering with some anxiety right now over this and I don't really, I don't even know how I feel about it. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. Just, it's not fun. You know, that's where you need to 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 find someone that you can just share that with and talk through and that's the the practice of guidance yeah is a is a helpful discipline in that situation yeah so the the verse that we've kind of attached to to this or speaks to this Mm -hmm. is uh, romans 15 verse 13 Uh, may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the holy spirit you may abound in hope awesome so that's our our three prescriptions. Yes. If if your diagnosis is hectic, the prescription is meditation, silence, and solitude. If the diagnosis is feeling controlled by your thoughts and desires, the prescription is is fasting. And if the diagnosis is you're feeling worried and overwhelmed, the prescription is celebration and guidance. All of these are really about turning our hearts and attentions to Jesus. And so we just want to end this one off by encouraging you. If you're if you're suffering right now, if you're not feeling well, I encourage you to get help. Um, and and take stock. Maybe life's maybe life's treating you okay. But what is God saying to you during this time? Has has this unearthed issues in your life and and you need to deal with those? Right. Yeah. Um, has it unearthed some sinful tendencies in your life? You know, like I gotta pull myself together. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> or I'm I really suffer with this thing and I need to start connecting with someone like a pastoral figure yeah. in my life or somebody who can, who can really uh, help guide me through this. Then just encourage you to, to find that person and to do that and to set your face upon the Lord. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us. That's going to wrap up this week. Yeah. Alrighty. We'll, we'll catch you next week. We'll see you next time. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us this week. I'm really glad you're able to hop on and check out uh, what we're all about and really hoping that you were able to get something out of uh, our conversation this week. Um, Like us, follow us, whatever platform that you're on, share us, um, get us out there. Uh, We just want to be able to bless people and really work with them and help them develop their, their Christian lives. Um, if you have any comments that you want um, to let us know about, um, if you have any questions that you want to ask that you'd like us to address in an episode, um, please feel free to um, send us a voice message um, right on our Anchor homepage, which can be found in the description of our channel here. Um, so check that out, and um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks so much, everyone.